Dun, da, da, da. What's up, everyone? Dude, we're on episode 10 now. 10 the, weeks. Don't be soft podcast episode 10. I believe it's a milestone. It is. 10. So I made it 10. 10 weeks. We haven't killed each other yet. We've only had to uh, have one replacement so far. Yeah. We and are. Dude, we've got to get the, the new setup. Yeah. I think August 1st is like our. Well, yeah. We are like. Yeah, well, we've been day. talking about it forever. Um, nah, dude, we're recording this on a Monday night. Yeah. Schedules Monday. are hectic. It's kind of. <laughs> schedules aren't hectic, dude. You just My don't prioritize shit. <laughs> My schedule is hectic. I got a big week, dude. I got a big week. So I heard you call quite a bit of shit from last week's pod. Yes. From multiple people. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I had a couple of people say the the argument was we talked about dad bots a little bit. I know you mm-hmm. guys are listening to the episode mm-hmm. nine. Um, we talked about dad bots a little bit, and I had a couple of people say that you know dad bots are overrated. Yeah, overrated. A lot of people love dad bots, but these people that seem to hit the DMs absolutely hated it. So was kind of confused on that point because obviously those are superior and who wants you know here's the thing i don't know if they're inferior or superior they're just more common like if you just do the numbers i think it honestly dude it's just more comfortable too well yeah like okay at first it's probably great to have a guy that like is shredded has abs like yeah takes care of his body at first it's probably great until you're like going out to dinner and he's like oh i can't go there because i can't eat this and I, i'm not eating that yeah like well like, yeah. like you can't go just get ice cream you can't like and it's always i don't know at some point it gets to the point where you're like this would just be more fun if he was a fat guy yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine if you had the like late night surge to go get something to eat. Like we talked about it. Look, look, nobody wants that guy who just eats like, you know, carrots. Like I did last week. Who's always doing like always eating salads mm-hmm. and shit. We already talked about the salads, dude. Imagine going to a good restaurant and imagine you know looking up a good place that's not like you're excited to eat and then you look over and they're getting a turkey burger or a salad like that's just not enjoyable at every meal yeah that's just not enjoyable that's yeah. just my thing so yeah caught some slander on that end um what was the other slander i got i told you about it we had talked about it um all oh, about the WNBA. yeah i had a couple of women uh reach out about the WNBA. look I didn't realize there were so many people so yeah. Well, interested. I, I welcome this. I welcome all the Here's slander. what I would like to ask those women as just a poll question. Yeah. How many of those said women have ever watched a WNBA basketball game? Ever. They haven't or, because it's not streamed on anything because it's not worth a shit. How many of them could tell you just off the top of their head who their local WNBA team is? Could they name the last WNBA champion? Yeah. I mean, dude, like we said, I mean, it yeah. Has it has its place. It's just, mm. you know, the, like, it is what it is. Just throw it on ESPN+. Plus. We don't need to watch it on ESPN or ESPN2. Like, just, you know. And you know what's great? Like, you can tell, like, with ESPN, we're yeah. watching, they're trying to, like. Oh, for sure. And I will say that, like, it's different. It's It's all about, like. Especially with TV nowadays, though. I mean, think about it. Are you going to really, like, put a WNBA over, like, a baseball game? No. no I would, like, there are so many options. I get the finals, maybe. Like, I get it. I don't even, not even that. Well, yeah. I guess When's, you're right. Like, like, name your five, your top five NBA players, WNBA players ever. I don't know them. The only name- one I... Just five WNBA the players. The only one I know is like Lisa Leslie, and I think she played in Los Angeles back in like Didn't the nineties. Didn't know that lady yeah. existed. She sounds like an accountant. <laughs> the only I, reason everybody knows look, about Brittany Griner is because she's arrested in Russia. 
Yeah, well, I just wanted to say publicly, I welcome all slander, and the slander that I got was actually quite comical. So shout out to the people that hit me up. One about the dad bots. I'm going to be putting out a poll later this week anyways because I really want to know. But dad bots are apps, and I just, you know, in comfortability standpoint, dad bots can win. And also the WNBA, look, it's it's written in the stars right here. Look, it's viewers to whatever like there's just no viewers like nobody wants to sit and watch i don't think i've ever seen a stadium or an arena filled full of people no, that were watching never. a WNBA game i think we i think we talked about this but i can't remember did we talk about bill burr's special yeah yeah yeah. that was hilarious yeah. dude but, uh, it's so funny because it's so true he's like uh a, whoever owns that arena it's a 38,000-seater. 1,500 people showed up. He lost his ass on that. He didn't make any money. Yeah. Now, that's not to say women's sports suck. Like, no, it's not. We're not just saying, like, women's sport is... Women's UFC is great. Like, women's fighting is awesome. Um, what's it? I'd say the World Cup. I sometimes dabble, maybe in the finals sometimes. of the USA. Dude, when the USA was on a roll, though, with, like, Hope Solo, Alex Morgan, like... Yeah, the women's soccer can be okay, but they're not. It's when they're in the World Cup and they're good. Um, but like, I don't know what's. Another? And we're not a sexist pod. We're not. We're just stating the facts here. Like we, we're not saying that women are not equal. We're just saying when it comes to WNBA, it's not equal to the NBA. Like it's just not. That's just yeah. the facts. Serena Williams. Yeah, like awesome. That people great tennis player. To watch her. Yeah, golf. Like golf is here and there. I mean, I don't mind. Wa- I watch golf. But most women's Olympics, like the women's gymnastic team. Oh hell I watch yeah. that every four years. Hell yeah, dude. They're. Gr- I mean, there's sports where it's, but the WNBA just it's not it. It's not cutting it. It's and not. And soccer is barely there. Soccer's all right. It's okay. It's, it's not even. I, even I, men's soccer. Like, I'm just not yeah, a soccer fan. Yeah, we're just I'm not, not watching men's We just soccer. never grew up watching soccer. I barely soccer. watch the regular NBA. I don't really care for basketball. No. I can watch the maybe March Madness. For yeah, like I can watch college basketball. The NBA, it's um, – I don't know, dude. I just don't – I just don't care. I can watch the finals um, in the regular NBA, but I, even this year's finals, I didn't really watch. Like Golden State, yeah. Boston. I just didn't until the Hornets make it, it which, which will, will be never. never. Happen. Yeah. Um. But no, like we just wanted to go ahead and get that out of the way. We're not sexist, but that is just the the writing on the wall here. Um, Speaking of the as, Hornets, did you see that uh, they were talking about bringing Kimba back? Yeah. I, look, I wish I would have done it with Steve Smith, but. I don't think Steve Smith wanted, even no. if we wanted to. I, I mean, the guy just got greedy, got his money, and didn't pan out. So, I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't come back. But did you see – I just want to also address Miles Bridges. Did you see him in the news recently, maybe the past couple of weeks? Yeah, didn't he get domestic arrested violence? domestic – and he was charged with double, like a double felony or something yeah. like that? Look, I know the, <laughs> the women out there think we are sexist, but there's just not an excuse to put your hands on a woman. There's just no. That's I, I don't. Do you know the full story there? I don't. I don't but I. I, don't know I mean, allegedly he got charged, which I mean, obviously allegedly, but no, I just think it, that, no. Oh, he, oh, he, he did got get charged. charged. I, there's just not a place. I don't care how bad it gets. There's just not a place for that. So yeah, I, he was in contract negotiations too, which I'm sure that's gone. Like I, I bet the Hornets don't re-sign him. They came out today and they said that the Hornets are waiting, pending on his criminal investigation. So. Yeah. So whether or not like what the yeah, uh, yeah, he did get charged. I don't know, but um, no. So did you have a good weekend, dude? Did you do anything fun? I put together a changing table for Brady. Um, okay, our Tom nursery. Brady. Yep, our nursery is coming along okay. pretty well. Um, I went to the movies. Melanie and I went to the movies to see that uh, Where the Crawdads Yeah, how was sing. that? It was actually really good. I haven't read the book. What's it? Um, Do you give me like a background real quick, but don't yeah, tell me what happened. It's a, it's a fantasy book or a fiction book um, like based on shades. a... No. Based on a fictional town in North Carolina, like on the coast. Okay. 
Um, it's basically about this girl who grows up in a really troubled home. Okay. Um, her whole family ends up leaving her, like, and she's just this young girl. Like, she's maybe seven or eight, and she just lives out in this house in the marshlands by herself. And everybody just knows her as the Marsh Girl. Like, she doesn't go to school. Um, the people in the town make fun of her because of the way she looks. Um, and she grows up and lives there her whole life. And uh, it's kind of a love story, but basically the at the very beginning of the movie, there's this boy that dies that's killed in the swamp. He's murdered. Um, and they're trying to investigate who did it. And there's no evidence, but they try to pin it on this girl because she's just different and they um, just don't like her. And, and so the story is how it all comes about is they arrest her at the very beginning, put her in jail, and the lawyer who represents her is trying to figure out who she is and her story. And so it goes back and she's like telling her story as the movie goes on. Um. And so that's pretty much, it's really good. It's suspenseful. It's got a love, like a, a romantic love movie tied to it. And it, it can be kind of funny. But it's a really well done movie. It kind of pulls on your heartstrings there at the end. I love, it's kind of like, mm, I love a, a movie that'll just, you know, pull on them just a tad. Maybe a little bit too much. Yeah, especially it's always like, good, like rom com or the r- romance movies, like the Sparks movies, like. Mm. Especially like when you're in, if you're in like a serious relationship, or you know, like me, I'm married, so like you leave there and you're like looking at your wife and you're like, like you start putting yourself in those in the yeah. shoes that are in the movie. And Do it, you get like all up in like TV shows and movies or like? Yeah, dude, I'll get emotional. Yeah. I'll, I'll cry in a movie. Like, if it if it really tugs yeah. on me or if it's something I relate to, dude, I'll cry in a movie. I have no shame. Oh, no, 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 none. TV shows, I haven't really had a show that's hit me like that, but definitely movies. Yeah. I've had movies hit me. Speaking of that, dude, so I don't mind shedding a tear, but I watched 1883, and I know I'm behind. I haven't watched it yet, so don't I know I'm not, but I know I'm behind, and dude, the last episode. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. A little bit, a couple tears flew down the uh, the eye all the way down, and it was one of those where I had to let it just like yeah, like just breathe. And like, it's even worse, all like, the way down. you know that it's fake or you know that it didn't happen, but it's still like, dude, writers know what they're doing, though. I mean, it's yeah, it's I don't know, um, but no, I watched eighteen eighty three, and by the way, my weekend, dude, it was one of those. I didn't do shit. And it was a cheat weekend. Like, not just a day, the whole weekend. What did you have? So, I've been on a pizza kick. And, mm. well, first of all, Friday, uh, worked out. Went and got my Harris Teeter sub like I always do. Five ninety nine, twelve, uh 12 12-inch subs. Shout out to Harris Teeter. Um, but, went and got frozen pizzas, dude. Which but, kind? So... I started out with the Tostino's party pizzas. Those are my favorite. Yep, those are top tier. But I also tried Tombstone was having a, a deal. Tombstone was good, solid. All right, question here though: Do you like put your own fling on the pizza, or do you just like like add my own stuff that I have in the fridge? Yeah. Sometimes, if I have stuff that I know will go well, like um, like usually I'll add my own hot sauce. Like I'll put. Like oh, Texas yeah. Pete or yeah. Frank's on it. Um, if I sometimes if I have banana, I love banana peppers. So if I have banana peppers at home, I'll add some of those. I don't ever go like above and beyond, but there's from time to time I get a little frisky and I'll find the shredded cheese. You know, throw some more cheese on there, but yeah, I don't get too carried away. So um, we had tacos Friday night, and so I had leftover taco meat and I put it on my Tostino's pizza. Like a party pizza. Take it to a new level. Oh, my God, dude. It, it was like I made a taco on a pizza, and it was fan-fucking-tastic. I'm telling you, dude, it was just one of those weekends where I was just like, fuck it. 
And then, like, I follow this guy on Twitter, and he's like, diets all pause from 5 p.m. on Friday to Sunday night at 10, at 10 p.m. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking balls for the wall. Got a confession, dude. Let's hear it. You know what I did last night? What'd you do? About 9, 9.30. Ice cream. Daddy got a little sweet tooth craving. So, what's close by? McDonald's. Ooh. So I got in my car. What'd you get? Drove to McDonald's, got a chocolate shake and a small fry. Their their shakes aren't bad. No, they're... If you had a cookout, though, close... Oof. A cookout what? If you had a cookout close, like... Yeah, if I had a cookout close by, that would be dangerous. I don't know, dude. Dude, the, the fucking cookout shakes i'm telling you here's the problem with cookout shakes i love them like you can't i can't say but you can't drink them with a straw you have to like be somewhere where you can eat them with a spoon but i'll tell you this i do like eating i do like sipping my or i do like eating my milkshake rather than sipping it it depends if i'm driving i'd rather just of course not but but if i'm like if i'm like i'm gonna enjoy this right i'd rather get you know eat it with a spoon for sure yeah but like that's the only thing about cookout. Sometimes, like, it's not convenient because you're like, I'd love a milkshake from there, but if you just get regular chocolate or vanilla, one, that's not what you want when you go to cookout to get a milkshake. You want something in it, but they're too thick to even right. drink those through a straw. And if I'm going to eat it with a spoon, I'm going to get... T- Bro, did you know this? Did you know at cookout you can get them to mix flavors? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like a... Really? New thing for Have you I had the walk-in taco? I have not. It's not bad. But I've heard it's good. It's not I don't bad. know that I want that from Taco Be- Taco Bell. I don't know that I want that from Cookout. Yeah, I think my biggest predicament, though, is like when I go get a milkshake from like Cookout, I look and I'm like, okay, a milkshake's almost $3. But if I get a tray and then add a milkshake, it's like 7 so then I don't know what the math is that I do, but I just feel like I have to get it with a tray. But you're still paying more. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I just like pull up and I'm like, I'd rather just get a tray and add it on the milkshake. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But so you went late night, got that McDonald's shake and the fry. And did you feel afterwards, you, or did you have like post food clarity? Yeah, the only thing that sucks, the only thing I don't like about it is, like, I went to bed almost 20 minutes after that. And after I'm done eating it and I go to get in bed, I'm like, I'm a fat slob. Like, I just ate all that and I'm just going to go lay down. It doesn't matter what you do. Like, when you lay in that bed. Yeah. Like, it it hits you. It's like, son of a bitch, I shouldn't have done that. Dude, The just the guilt. Yeah. But... I don't know, dude. Fuck it. It's worth it. It was good. It was... I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's... Dude, just do what you gotta do. I don't know. But, um... No, like, that is probably... The... the One of the worst feelings. Because... I don't know. I, I used to be, like, one of those late-night fiends. And then it's like, you get back and it's like, why did I even eat that? And then you go to brush your teeth and you look at yourself in the mirror, shirtless. And it's like... Why am I disgusted with myself? I don't know. That's yeah. Just, like you go in the you go look in the mirror and you like you talk to yourself and you're like you piece of shit. Yeah. But nah, dude. I'm glad. Uh, so you got the crib up, everything or whatever the. We bought a crib. Got that already up. assembled. Thank God. You're ahead of. You're on your shit. Yeah, dude. My wife. We're not gonna have anything to do for six months. Like, or I don't know why we're getting so much done. I, and Melanie made a good point. She's kind of like, you know, I feel like if we just keep waiting and not doing stuff, like it, it's like we're thinking that something's not going to work out and stuff. And I was like, well, I can get that if you just kind of want to. <laughs> You're like, uh huh, whatever. Like, okay. Just kind of like, yeah, sure. At, at the end of the day, do whatever you You're want. just a yes man. Yeah, just do just, what you want. You're just a yes just, man right now. Okay, cool. Oh, that's fine. I mean, and so. Thankfully, the crib came already assembled. Like, we picked it up and brought it in and moved it in. The changing table, however, came in 50,000 pieces and instructions. That's the worst. 
That is okay. So you take everything out of the box, and I'm separating them because, you know, now the way everything's assembled is they every piece has a letter on it, and it tells you in, you know, in the instructions what each letter goes with what. Dude, I'm separating these letters out. And just when I think there can't be any more pieces, there's ten more pieces. And then there's a million, like, screws and bolts and nuts and stuff like that that you're having to, like, sort through. It's just, it's so, it took me two hours to put that thing together. And it wasn't even hard. It's just time-consuming. Bold take, and see if you agree with me. Things like that, like, you know, putting together shit like that has a lot of pieces and directions. Mm -hmm is the worst when doing it by yourself. I'm not saying that you you did it by yourself, but I'm saying like... Just I being, did do it by myself. Just being there, sitting there, and having that paper, and you're like, this fucking blows. Like It's like doing a high school project all over again, and you're just like, I just, I don't want to do this. You can I'm, do it, but then you're like, yeah. eh. It's like, not hard, but it's just going to take me a lot of time. But I will say this, once I get started... I'm just on a roll. Like, I don't want to stop until it's done. So I just cut on a podcast. Like, I listened to Joe Rogan yesterday while I was putting it together, him and Andrew Schultz. How was that one? Really good. Um, I just cut it on in the background, just kind of get to going. And once I start moving and I get into it, like, I'm fine. It's just getting started um, that's tough. But it wasn't that – it was – a pretty slow weekend. Yeah. For the most part. Gotcha. You got any plans for this upcoming weekend? No, I don't think so. Um, I'll tell you what, dude. I'm excited about August 20th. Just yeah. just throwing that out there. Yeah, dude. August 20th, the boys are going to wreak havoc all over Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... GoPro strapped to Webby's chest. Here's the thing. I don't want to hype it up too much because I know exactly what's going to happen. The 20th is going to get here, and we're all going to be over at Harrison's house pre-gaming. And we're going to take the pre-game too serious, and we're going to be done for Well, I want to. I think we need to get a buzz before we even leave. I need to be buzzed as fuck. Oh, yeah. But last time me and Harrison went out, we left hammered. Yeah, yeah, that is true. We can't get to that point before going out. No, no, but I just, I don't know. Sometimes I just look forward to it. But, nah, dude, the reason I was asking is, like, I've been on a hitter today. Um, So, like I talked about before, my best friend's getting married Saturday. And I don't know what it was, dude, but, like, today I've just, like. Hey, quick question. How many best friends do you have? Just spitballing because I feel like you throw that term around a lot that it doesn't really mean much so do you think that you can't have more than one best friend well let's characterize this when you say how many best friends do you have probably one serious best friend and that and it's corny and cliche but it's my wife and then I the next tier is like my go-to friends yeah, best. When I say best, what does best mean? Best means one, right? It's the best. Uh, yeah, I what would... does best mean? One. If I say what's the best pizza, you're not going to say, well, the uh, best pizza is no, this, this, can, and this I is can, the best. I actually do that. No. Though. So you're saying best is one, no matter what. I. That's how I look. When I hear best, it's the best. I'm going to have to disagree. I don't know, dude. I would say that I probably have three best friends that I can count on. Mm, well, I don't know. See, I see. I I classify those as close friends. Uh, I don't know, dude. Sometimes if you're like, "What's the best?" and you're like, "Well, this is good and this is good." Yeah, but it's not the best. I don't What's know. the best? I don't know. All right, so one of my close friends. I'll or, accept it. <laughs> He's gonna listen to this. And be like, I'm not your best friend, dude. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if like everybody else get out there. Like when you have obviously wedding season, um, 
but I don't know, like, when you got married, I was fucking hype, like, all week. Like, I'm like, dude, we're going to get down, like, whatever. And I think the biggest thing about a wedding that I look forward to is just seeing everybody celebrate somebody else. Like, which sounds so cliche. Yeah. But we're all there to celebrate that someone or like yeah we're all like fuck yeah like let's let's do it like but if you don't really like if you're just there like if you got kind of the last minute invite or like you're the plus one okay let let me ask you this because we know some people who got a last minute invite yeah if you get a pity invite are you going no absolutely not i don't care if the pope is getting married i'm not going no if I'm not in your initial... And there's no hard feelings. No, it's but just like, if I'm not in like, your initial, I'm not going. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, I, like... But going to a wedding where you don't know people, and you're kind of like the plus one type thing, can drag a little bit, because you're like, well, I can't be... I can't get hammered and act stupid, because I don't know anybody here. But... Like, when you go to a wedding where you know people, like, when all your friends are there, like, when it's a friend's wedding and you know all your other friends are going to be there, you know it's going to be a time. Like, and of course I'm biased. Very biased. I feel like my wedding was fun as shit. But you saw me at your wedding, so. (laughs) Dude, it, like... Weddings are just a good time in general, though. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Most of them. Yeah, there. I've been to some shitty. Ones. I have too. Yeah, I've been to some shitty ones. <laughs> and here's the thing: the shitty ones stand out more than the good ones because yes. you expect them to be good. Like you expect a wedding. Like this is when I go to a wedding. If I'm invited, what I expect is good food. Yeah. A place to sit down. Right. Alcohol. Yes. And it doesn't have to be liquor. Just no, alcohol. No, just beer. Yeah, we're it not just that be needy. beer or wine. Some kind of good dessert. Okay. So that falls under the food thing. Yeah, yeah, And good music. Yes, has to. So, the vibes have to be there, though. Like, it can't just be like, yeah. oh, man, it's a wedding. Like, you know, yeah. third time. And not like, no, nah, the vibes have to be like, it's a fucking wedding. We're about to have yeah. fun. I've been to some weddings that you think, this could also dub as a funeral. Yeah, I've been in, I've been sitting at a wedding and I was like, mm, divorce. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Which, like, that's the worst. You know, we know divorce all too well. Yeah, so. we do, we do. Our minds go there, but, but like those are the like so, good food, something to drink, and good music would really be what it boils down to. Which I feel like if you're inviting people to your wedding. Like, they're bringing you money or gifts or, or like, they're coming. They're they're dedicating a day to you to come see you. Like, right. it is your day, but these people, like, people are traveling. Like, don't – there are things you can cut corners on. Like, Melanie and I cut corners on a lot of, like, shit for our wedding. Like we didn't cut corners on food. We didn't cut corners on alcohol. And we didn't cut corners on a DJ. Right, because the, those are like what, the uh, regardless. Those are like the three main. That's things. what your guests want. Like that's what they care about. I mean, as much as they like, oh yeah, you got married, congratulations. I got a question. You know. So when you guys were like inviting people, because there's a lot of you know, when you invite somebody, I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know as of, but when you go to like invite somebody, is it? Do you invite people based off of you want them there or like? Is it you know that there'll be a good time? That's a good question. So, we the, one of the hardest parts was coming up with a guest list, yeah. which I feel like is kind of the most overlooked task when planning a wedding because I overlooked it. Right. Like, I thought it was going to be pretty easy. but Right, and then you sit down and it's Then like, you start going, okay, what's it going to cost me per plate, per person? Right. Like, for food and, yeah. and alcohol. What does my venue hold? Which for us, our venue held comfortably. Our venue could sit like 150 people comfortably. Right. We ended up having like maybe 110, 115 actually show up. Right. Um, so it ended up being perfect. But 
once you you don't realize how many people you know till you start you're starting to count yeah who you want to come especially once you're like your family has to come so once you get all your family out of the way you're kind of like okay what's left over right yeah and so that gets tough but our wedding coordinator when we met her she was like this is how you need to look at it who do you want to pay for food and alcohol for and that's who you invite yeah other than that, she was like, you would be surprised at how many people invite people to their wedding and then they don't even remember that they were there. Like, they don't even know that that person was there, but they paid for food and alcohol for that person. That person came and ate for free and they drank for free and you don't even know that they were there. So, that was kind of the criteria we looked at when we started inviting people. But I it's tough. Know, and like, then the next toughest part was seating arrangements. That was hard. Really? Yeah, because no matter what, you have those people. Oh, Aunt Susan doesn't get along with Uncle Joe, so they can't sit at the same Wait, table. Wait, does that really happen? Like, fuck yeah! Like we had like certain people. I mean, I get it. I, I'm not like trying. And to it throw wasn't shade. family. It wasn't family for us. It we did have certain friends that we invited that we had to keep at separate tables just because of like drama or or just stuff like that which gets tough because then you're like okay well I gotta put this person with this group because they get along and they know each other and I gotta put this well I can't put this person here because they don't know anybody like it gets tricky for sure but dude I if I could go back and do our wedding over again I wouldn't do one thing different I miss that night dude that night flew by so quick it was so yeah. fun I don't know, dude. It's just like weddings in general. Like, I've always been that, you know, go hard or go home and, like, sweat my ass off. And I will say this. I hate weddings in the summer. Yeah. Love a good, like, winter wedding. But, I mean, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to bring that up because, you know, also it's a part of our menu talk, so I just wanted to kind of – I don't know, man. I'm just really excited to celebrate some people. You know, you always see those people. You always talk about it. It's like, you know, you see those people that you haven't seen in a while. You celebrate that one person, and you just know shit's about to go down. Like, that is my favorite part. And I think so, I'm loaded up on a Monday because I'm like, I'm going to have some fucking so fun. the DJ has to set the tone. Yeah, immediately. If you come out the gate once, like, it, once everything's done and it's time to dance, like, it's time to party. If you don't come out the gate with something hard, you're going to lose half the crowd immediately. Because they're ready. Like, they're like, I've been sitting here, I've been listening and listening and listening. I'm ready to get out and get wild. If you don't play a banger... Throw that Cupid Shuffle or the Wobble on. Yes. Immediately. Find my big ass out there. Dude, our first two songs at my wedding, and you remember this, Cupid Shuffle, Grove Street Party. Oh it doesn't get God. much hyper than that. <laughs> Did you have that, like, where you wanted no, to? No. Thank God, and shout out to Maddie, Christian's girlfriend, Maddie. Yeah. While the Cupid Shuffle was playing, went up and requested Grove Street Party be played next. So she really set the tone. Bro, but the Grove DJ, Street. Dude, when that, it, got, and after that, it was like, it's yeah. on. It's yeah, on no, now. We got, yeah, it was, it was, and it was, and I And our dance floor stop. was outside. Yeah. And it was nice and cool, like beautiful still day. Still sweat. It was like sixty degrees outside. We were still sweating. Oh yeah. I, I took the back of Melanie's uh, dress, and she was, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I was acting like I was holding the dress, and I was just following her around, like, dancing <laughs> and stuff, and she just was laughing. No, nah, so like going into our menu talk though, I just wanted to harp on this because like obviously wedding season, we have a good time, but um, top three. Wedding, I we already kind of topped on it, or yeah, you know, stopped on it. But top three like things you look forward to in a wedding, or like your favorite thing about a wedding. I know you've already said kind of yours, but I just have like, I don't know the vibe. I'm just I'm I'm rocked up on a Monday. Like I'm on a high right now because okay. I like I know I'm gonna have honorable some mention fun. here. So do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first, and then you go first on the other one. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so my top three. So my honorable mention here is... Hmm, 
<laughs> is oh, how do I put this? So my honorable mention is the after party. Like after the wedding's done? Yes. Like, like what when you the, do afterwards? Yes. Because okay. it never just ends. No. So For mine, then, we went to that bar right. and ordered Domino's. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So my third one, and this was like one of my favorites. I don't know why it's third, but third is the pregame. The pregame before, like, the boys are getting ready upstairs. You're like, we're ripping shots. But this is if you're in the wedding. Yeah, yeah. But still, like. Yeah. I would assume people will still pregame for weddings, though. Like, yeah, it depends. Pregaming it, getting ready to go. Um, and then my second one's cocktail hour because that's when everything gets mm-hmm. done, you know. And the first one, dude, dance floor. That's the most important thing. Being out there, getting – just getting fucking wild. Just getting wild out there. Yeah. Don't you are stop. quite wild on the dance floor. Don't come off. No matter how many you're sweating, the only time you should come off the dance floor is the one if you need to piss, and you really you don't have to come off of that. You can just turn around and drop your pants and pee you behind can't. a bush. You can't do that. <laughs> um, no, uh, go get a drink. That's really the only time. Because after that, like you're dancing off your dinner, and yeah. you know you're out there, and if your drink's empty, nah. So my honorable mention, okay, would have to be in. Stay with me on this. When the bride walks down the aisle. I haven't experienced that, but yeah, I got you. No, no, no. I'm talking about yes, as an audience member. Oh, as an audience member. I thought you were talking about you yourself. When the bride walks down the aisle as an audience member, and here's what I'm saying. I better feel emotional during that. Right. If I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, let's come on. Let's get this. Then you haven't caught me. You haven't caught my attention. If you're like, if I'm sitting there and the the bride's walking down the aisle and I'm like getting choked up a little bit, you've got like, you got me. Yeah, you're winning. So that's an honorable mention. Number three, what do I have to drink? Am I getting, am I getting alcohol? And if I am, what's the quality of that alcohol? So I don't have to have liquor. No. Don't have to. But if you give me a couple options of beer, like, hey, do you want a Bud Light? Do you want a Miller Light? Do you want a Budweiser? Do you want a Seltzer? That's awesome. I have selection. Yeah, yeah. I can pick what I want. That's great. Right. Number two, music. Got to be. DJ slash music. Yeah, I kind of it's incorporate got, it that. Has to be, it, if, your, if your music from, from start to finish isn't good. If they're playing it on an iPod. Yeah, or the mics are effing up. Or, yeah, can't like, happen. if it's – it will throw off the whole vibe because I guarantee you this. If you're up there, if you're at the altar and, and we're going through the ceremony and your pastor's mic starts, like, cutting in and out, and it's not your fault. It just – it's technical difficulties. But if that starts happening – they should have that figured out. Everybody in the audience is thinking, what's going on with the mics? Like, what's – you've lost their attention. Yeah, and sometimes – like, something – uh Sometimes things are like out of your control, which I get it, but they should yeah. have that figured out. Because if I'm getting married, I only have one shot at this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be pissed if shit doesn't work out. Yeah. So, but go ahead. So, that falls under DJ. So, music DJ are in the same category. And then your music's got to be slapping, of course. Yeah. And number one is the food. Yeah. I didn't put that, but. Number one is the food. Yeah. I want to come. I'm probably showing up hungry. Got to be. You got to no. You show up. It's that drunk that you've only had a couple of drinks because you're on an empty stomach. Yeah. It's like that drunk. Like and then you've got slash a hungry. and then you've got a whole cocktail hour. You, it just keeps progressing. Yeah. Then you eat, then and you, it's like the hardest thing for me to do is after you eat, get keep that drunk. Because yeah. Because you're so full. Yeah. You almost have to be drunk and then go eat so that your buzz doesn't completely go away. But. There has to be good food. If your food is just if it if you cheaped out on food, like it will be the talk of your wedding. Like, oh, so and so's food was terrible. Yeah. Who yeah. did so and so use for food? Oh, they used so and so. It was it was not good. We're not gonna ever use them. Yeah, it's like you think yeah, about like, that. Yeah, like 
dude, food is the is the most important thing because I'm bringing you a gift too. Like I'm I'm in you know. People say whatever they want about gifts, but like, I think the least you can do for me coming is feed me a good meal. Like, yeah, and as a guest, though, what is it like? You should the gift should at least reciprocate what they paid for in food, right? That's and generally then, what they say. And then what they say should be at what least do you, like, like I don't know. I'm I so hate. I have learned. I have learned quick that down south weddings and up north weddings as far as gift giving goes totally different I bet. down south it is a perfectly fine gift to give a hundred bucks that's usually what i give when i go to a wedding i give you a hundred dollars yeah pretty good right in that range up north just because i went to a wedding recently up there yeah we talked three about four five hundred dollars easy easily every time and you think about like how many weddings you go to like all of Melanie's family from up north that came to our wedding pretty hefty gifts did they yeah that's good though it is good but then like when you go up there it's reciprocated yeah you're like did you have, hey did you show out a, a good a good gift yeah we gave out we we showed out a pretty good gift yeah um for at least I thought so. I mean, and within, would you would you rather have somebody say I want cash, or would you rather them have like a registry? Cash. Okay. Because that's what I wanted. That's what we wanted. Dude, I was just filling out this registry, and this is, they're gonna laugh about this, but like their wedding, I said, you know, to the bride, I was just like, and we're close. I was like, just send me whatever you want. Like you guys get married once, like send me what you want. I'll buy it. They send me a fucking trash can that's Bluetooth, motion-censored. I don't even know how the fuck a trash can is Bluetooth. Well, like, what do you just play by? Well, you play Open. music like, through Yeah, like, or what are you, just chilling? Like, are you going to be in the kitchen cooking up some pasta and you're listening off your trash can? Like, and uh, I go to buy the trash can. It's like 85 bucks, whatever. Cool. A trash can, $85. you are lucky you're getting married because I would have bought a Rubbermaid for 15 <laughs> and, so, and so um i like look at it like they send me a picture of it and some bitch is probably three foot high it's like a mini trash can the dog can open it and i'm just like return it like we'll get you a new one why a trash can i don't understand here's okay so if you're getting married and you have not currently lived together. If like you're getting married and then moving in together, I can see having a registry because there's probably shit you don't that you need that you don't know you need. Right. Like there's probably things that you need together. But if you've been living together and like you guys have built like you live in a home and or, or whatever an apartment and and you have things and like you've already established that, just ask for cash. Yeah. What do you you don't need anything. Right, right. You've pretty much got everything that she's now. There might be some things, yeah. but like Melanie and I had everything we needed. Thankfully, like we were blessed in that. Like we had yeah, all yeah. the stuff we need. We wanted cash to pay for our honeymoon, which it did, and that's it. It paid for it handsomely, and then we had money to take with us. Right, like that was worth it. We didn't have to pay a dime out of our own pockets for our honeymoon, and we went to an for eight days in Italy like paid for everything right so it was um that's the way we went I think I, I just know. didn't know because like I personally like cash and it's not me being a, a cheap mm-hmm. ass it's just like that's just so much easier and I get yeah. it hey we want money for you know our honeymoon I get that registry like dude sometimes people throw shit on the registry that I'm like nah but on the flip side of that I'm current or uh, not me my wife is currently putting together a baby registry so yeah that gets <laughs> don't uh, send it to me <laughs> oh yeah you're getting sent the link buddy um but that's another thing in itself was yeah. there was there ever like a um I don't know was there ever a doubt I guess on your wedding day that you felt like things were gonna go wrong like in the back of your head like with the wedding yeah 
mean, not like go like, wrong, but like where there's ever a doubt where you were just like, shit, that could lead to like something traumatic or like you were just worried. Like, did you have like a sense of anxiety over like the over, wedding? Over the wedding? Yeah, yeah. I know you getting, had anxiety like yeah, that day. Or over I, like I saw getting you. married. Uh, I wouldn't say like getting married. The wedding, just the wedding day. Yeah, like just the wedding. Go like, wrong on yeah, the wedding day. Like just thinking. Yeah, of course. I didn't know what I didn't know. One, all of you hoodlums who were in my wedding, I was like, please God, just don't someone show up drunk before the ceremony. Like Melanie will absolutely kill me if one of you guys are swaying up there. Oh my god, yeah. And um, that's what I'm worried about. So like, not to cut you off, but dude, like, I am speaking I thought at the wedding, I'm speaking at the rehearsal dinner, which is kind of like a double edged sword. Because I almost You're not wanna, speaking at the wedding? Uh uh-uh, but I almost want to speak at the wedding because I gotta be sober enough to stand up there and usually the speeches come right after that. Wait, wait, wait. You want to speak at the wedding, but yeah. you're not. No, like I would much rather speak at the wedding because the rehearsal dinner, you know how that is, like, oh, we're gonna go, you know, fuck around and the rehearsal dinner is like, you know, basically see what we're gonna do, like the wedding party. They're leaving us guys for the whole day. And then, like, the rehearsal dinner's that night. So it's almost like, you mean to tell me I got the whole day with the crew that I used to get absolutely obliterated with? But then again, like, the wedding, I know I kind of have to tone it down because I have to stand up there and not sway. And that speech is coming really right after, the like, me not swaying. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but it's you're not, not, you just said you're not giving a speech at the wedding. But I'm giving it at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, but you're not going to be swaying at the rehearsal dinner. But I think I'll be more fucked up at the rehearsal dinner than I will at the wedding. Like, during that time. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but the rehearsal dinner doesn't really matter. All the guests aren't there. Right, but there's a lot of family and friends and stuff. Yeah, don't be a jackass. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's almost, I don't know. Did you ever think that we were going to be too fucked up for us to stand up there? Yeah. There was a fear in my mind that you were Harrison... Would be the one of one of the two. I couldn't that, stop laughing. Yeah, it was going to be. I thought for sure if it happened, it was going to be you, you or Harrison. Um, but thankfully, you didn't. You guys were on your best behavior and did everything correctly, so that was great. But yeah, of course, there was. There's so many moving parts, dude. You all. You just think some something's going to go wrong. Something's not going to fall into place. But thankfully, like everything was great. Like. Like, for me, for my wedding, like, when I get married, whatever the hell that is going to be, I'm scared. Even down to, like, and I hate to keep, like, I'm pretty much bragging about my wedding, but it was great, so fuck off. Um, <laughs> even, like, uh, John Bogaisky that did our wedding, like, yeah. his was great. It was all, like, it was perfect. It had some humor in it. You're right. It kept people engaged. It wasn't just, like, your old cliche, like, oh, yeah, blah, blah. He was awesome. Yeah, yeah, And, um... Dude, it's almost like the wedding has to have... It has to contain good people as well. Like, I'm saying, like, that are actually in, like... Look, we get it. Like, sometimes, you know, you have that friend that has to be in the wedding or, like, you know, the brother, the sister, the... You know, mm-hmm. that has to be in the way. But it's almost like you got to have good people on both sides to counteract all that shit. Because yeah. y'all two, the bride and groom, they ain't going to be, you know, they got so much shit to worry yeah. about. Really, the people who carry it is the bridal party. Yeah. Like. You got to bring the energy. Yeah. And I'm, boy, I'm rocked <laughs> up on a Monday, son. I'm fucking ready. I, I wish uh, they were getting made tomorrow. Like, I'm just ready to see the boys yeah. get, like, I'm ready to bring that energy. Um, no, I just, dude, I'm just saying like the wedding season's upon us. And I think a lot of, you know, I'm not going to be the first one to say that, you know, weddings go wrong, which they do, but you know, it just shows that a lot of people, when they get married, they take a lot of thought into it. And there's a lot of people that don't take a lot of thought of it. And yeah. you can really fucking tell. You can tell who, like, half-assed it and who actually, like, puts it And then you can also it. feel, I don't know about you, but do you feel like sometimes, like, when you're at a wedding, you know, you can feel the love between the two. And then there's sometimes where you don't really feel that love. Yeah. It's like, That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to catch me. Like, you got to capture me in there. 
Like I gotta make you gotta make me feel like oh shit these people are like they this is it like they yeah. really love each other. Right, and I don't I don't know. I've been to you know y'all's wedding and then my buddy Ryan's wedding. Um, I really felt like that. Like they they captured yeah. Like where they like it was the like, first dance you can feel it at like not yeah. a dry like yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm with like I'm with that dude. Just the vibes. The vibes on a wedding day, man. Yeah, it's you're on an emotional roller coaster through the and evening. the way that we did yours though, like I got so fucking blackout drunk the night before that I puked at breakfast. Yeah, with Hayden. Yeah, that was. It, like, yeah. it almost got to the point where I couldn't catch a drunk at your wedding. And then we drank all day the day of the wedding. Yeah, we went to what top, top golf. golf and then and then went got ready. And then got to the venue, drank there before, you know, while we were getting ready. Yeah. And it was just like, so the way that Raleigh is up there, they're getting married in Garner, which is right next to Raleigh. Um, We're thinking like the day of, we're like, what are we going to do? And it's like Drive Shack. Well, I'm just like curious, you know, what Drive Shack like drink specials are on a Saturday. Is Drive Shack just like Topgolf? Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, And so there's one in Raleigh and, and I looked and it's like bottomless mimosas. And I'm like, the last time I had a mimosa, we all went out after that concert. And I was I was drinking mimosas at like 1130 at night. Like. Yeah, nobody does that. A serious hangover. And I'm not, I don't know. I guess I'm just thinking too much into it. I'm just excited. Like, I'm just ready. I know there's going to be good food. Yeah. There's a band. I don't know. I, I've been to a, a couple weddings where there's a band, but I was also younger. A lot of day, a lot I of have. time, like new, new age is more like DJs, but apparently they can play whatever. So I've been to a wedding with a live band, and it was it was pretty cool. They could play anything. Like it sounded great. Um, I'm gonna go up there and just take the, take the mic. Yep, that's I'm, not a great idea. I'm gonna be the wedding singer off of the Hangover. He goes, right. I let you lick the to the candy shop. I let you lick the lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be you, dude. What's next on the menu, dude? Yeah, so to round this up the menu, sorry, we kinda got off track. I'm just, you know, vibing over here. Um, the next menu talk, and this is like kind of like the feelings that we talked about. Mm-hmm. It's your worst feelings to feel. Just in general. Just like, like, it could be emotional, physical. What's the worst but like, feelings? I got to think of the day, I'm like, you know, if I end up passing out during this wedding, that'll all, like, that'll be awful. I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a terrible feeling to have. So, it just got me thinking, like, I know that we had the wedding, but kind of just give me, like, your top three feelings that you, like, are think just that, suck. that think are the worst. So, number four, as my honorable mention, would be... Having to fart in a crowded area. Yes. And when you know, like, it, okay, this is going to be... <laughs> I have a good one for you. Like, at the gym, like, or, like, when you're just around people, you're like, oh, this is not... It, it's a terrible feeling. When you know, like... Is there a time where you farted and it was just not, like, it was not the place? Yeah. My uncle was um, being ordained as a minister at a new church. And our whole family was there. And they were, we were standing, or we were in a pew, and everybody got quiet to pray. And I ripped a fart, dude. Just ripped one. And everybody heard it. Everybody in the family was turning around. They thought it was my grandpa. um, And he was like, it wasn't me. And then I was the next target. Um, Yeah, that was probably the worst of it. I got one for you. That's that. Sorry, I'm not get you off track, but this one's hilarious. I think about it all the time. I started a job back in September, and we had a Christmas party, and we all had plus ones. Until and we were kind of like a smaller sales group. There's about twenty of us, including our plus ones. And um, I was standing there, and all the women were like over there talking, whatever. And all of those guys are just vibing at the bar. Um, I'm sitting there, and I had to fart. And it's, like, very fucking loud. Like, it's mm-hmm. people are talking, like, and I'm like, I got this. And I go to push one out, dude, and it's everybody. You could hear a pin drop as soon as I pushed it out. And it was just like, it's like it came out, and that way. the guys turned around and looked at me. And I didn't really know them a lot, uh, two months, yeah. whatever. They were just like, 
damn to see Webb. And I just look at disgust, and I was like, I'm so fucking embarrassed right now. <laughs> like, I don't get embarrassed like that, but go ahead. Give me give me your other ones. Number three is when you forget to do something you knew you had to get done. Ooh. Like, yeah. all right, I have to do this yeah. today and this today, and then the end of the day comes, and you're like, shit, I forgot. Yes, as a kid. Oh. Mom used to tell you to bring It's even that. worse when you're married. <laughs> no, I need to do this <laughs> yeah, like, hey, will you? Uh, do you mind throwing the clothes in the washing machine into the dryer? Yeah, sure, I'll get to it. End of the day. Oh yeah, did you get those clothes in the dryer? <laughs> You're just like, uh oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, number two, telling the boys you can't do something because you got plans with your lady. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. And not to say... Is that two, you said? Yeah, that's number two. Okay. And that's not to say you don't want to do things with your lady. It's just having to tell the boys that you can't do something because you're hanging with your lady. Women will not understand this, and I know you understand this. <laughs> there, look, we hate disappointing you guys, but... There's a different disappointment when you disappoint the boys. <laughs> because not only do you disappoint them, you know slander's coming, and then oh, you know yeah. you feel like you can't be trusted. Like So in a group text, you have to type out a message saying you can't do something, and you try to come up with a better excuse than I'm spending time with my lady, but you can't. And that time that you type the message out, you're thinking like, is this going to – And this when gonna- you hit send – it's just, you know, the ultimate shit talk is coming back to you. Yeah, it's almost like, is this worthy of the send? Yes. Like, yeah. So that's a that's And number one is when you, ha, when you have to scratch your ass in public. <laughs> like, you get a mean itch, like, right on the that's hole. That's a good one. And you're, that's like, a in a fucking Walmart, and you're like... I can't. I gotta scratch this, but I can't have people like watch me scratch my ass and then go back to doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, that's a pretty rough feeling to have. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that's a solid list. You can interject on mine too. <clears throat> so my fourth one is throwing up when there's nothing left to throw up. Like I've had that experience in your body, so like, vile, like when it's vile, yeah. like it's like when you have like the stomach bug. Yeah, or it's like when you're hungover and you can't throw up, like you're just dry heaving. It like just that. burns. Yeah. Um. Three. It's gonna be when you go to tell whoever a joke, and you're like, the, "Listen to this shit the other day." Like you're like going to tell a joke, and nobody laughs. Or, like, you fuck it up so bad that, like, you're like, I don't get it. Like, for me, like, when I stutter or, like, when I can't talk, it's because I think about what I'm saying. And maybe have to do with some CTE trauma in there. Um, But, like, when I, like, catch myself, even on this podcast, I'm, like, trying to think about what I'm going to say. Like, I'm like, like, damn, I can't talk. Like, that's the worst, especially when you fuck that up. And so, two is not getting invited to places. One, it could be a, a slew of things. One, it's like you felt like you you deserved that invite. Two, you feel like you didn't get that invite because of a reason that you can't control or that you could or you, like, fucked up because you didn't get an invite. I think that that's probably, yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and then you see it on somebody's, like, story. You're like, you I didn't even get invited. That, but you almost, like, want to say, like, I'm, I always say something. I'm like, damn, nice yeah. invite. Yeah, but it's almost yeah. like you didn't yeah. get invited. And the first one, dude. And this is kind of like a, a two thing. You have that nice cup of coffee in the morning. Or you're going to the gym and have that pre-workout. And you get the shits. And there's no substance to it. It's going to be liquid. And it's it's always seems to me to be at the worst fucking time. Yeah. It's like, for example, went to the gym a couple weeks ago, took some pre-workout. I'm like, I'm going to bust this workout. Go to get up there. I put the weight on the bar. No. And it's like, it's one of those where you're like, I I got to go. What, what can you do? Like, I, I, I got to go. And it's always leg day. 
And, yeah, and the coffee shits, I mean, that's just a given. When you have that cup of coffee in the morning, you know when you take a sip of that coffee in the morning, you know you're going to have to pay. It's just the sad part about it is you don't know when you're going to pay. Right after that first sip, you're like, well, countdown starts now. Yeah, and you don't know when it's no. going to happen. But it's, it's coming. And I don't care what you say. I don't care if you come at me and you're like, well, I drink coffee all the time and I never poop. Yeah, you're lying. Okay, we get it. You don't yeah. want to admit that you poop? No. Nah. You shit. Coffee shits are real, and the pre-workout shits are even worse. I don't know what's worse, to be honest with you. I think the pre-workout, because I'm over there itching on the toilet. Yeah. Like, I'm over there scratching my head to like like, answer crawling. And you're off. like, shit, I was just warmed up, and now I'm, like, sitting here, <laughs> pushing out this turd. And usually, like, there's a little kid walking around, like, dang, daddy. I'm like, <laughs> leave me alone. I'm in, <laughs> I'm not I'm in the my one. zone here. I'm not the one. I'm on the toilet listening to Thunderstruck while this turd's coming out of my ass. Like, you don't want to come in here right Yeah, now. it's like you're getting pumped up on the toilet. <laughs> I had a kid one time try to open the door, and I was like, hey. Like, I, I like, checked. No, Dad. And I just fucking yelled at him. I just yelled at him. Um, no, nah, but that's a, I don't know. That's a solid. That's a solid list. Yeah, you got a solid one, too. Um, I guess, like, just wrapping this thing up, I mean, I know that we talked about it, but soft segment of the week you go first <laughs> it's funny because i don't really i don't really have I don't one know that i have we haven't had a, a whole lot of time to find another soft segment uh, there's always a soft segment hmm mm, i'd say this <laughs> okay i got i got a good one the soft segment of the week goes out to that person that you're, you know, either hanging out with or you live with or you're seeing. And for me, it's like you get so excited and so happy that you want to do something or you want to go eat and that other person doesn't like to do it. And you know it. And the softness, like, that they can't. Or not that they can't, but they, like, they're sitting there and, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, where they're, like, um... They can't, like, suck it up. Like, they can't, like, do what you want to do. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, you feel like, uh, I don't know, I guess, like, you make compromise for other people, and then it's like you finally want to do something, then it's just yeah. like, it's, it's not a problem. A, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah. well, that's soft as shit. I don't know. I had a, for example, I um, I was, and, oh, damn, I hate to throw them under the bus, but. There you go. My grandparents. Sweet as can be. I love steaks. I love grilling steaks. I love having steaks all the time. I could have steak with every meal if I wanted to. I go to cook a steak this weekend, and grills out there, and I get this. I get this nice ribeye. There are two nice ribeyes. They had like a family pack on sale, whatever. Harris Teeter, and I go to grab it, and. My grandpa looks at me, and they're ribeyes, so they got a little bit of fat on them. I personally like strips, but I'm not going to pay double for a strip. This is not going to happen. Not unless, like, I want it. It's a special mm-hmm. occasion. So I go to put them on the grill, and he looks at me, and he goes, I don't like that kind of steak. And then my mama looks at me, double-edged sword here. She looks at me, she's like, I don't like steak. Grandpa's like, I want a New York strip. And it's not like you have the heart to be like, well, I didn't get a strip. I got the damn ribeyes. So then you're looking at yourself, and then your grandmother, sweet as can be, who really can't do any harm, at least my dad's side of the one, my other one, um, she's like, I don't like steak. And I don't know, I just, look, it just got to me. It was just soft. And I'm not saying they're soft, but it was just a soft time. You are. That's exactly what you're saying. You that, just don't, don't want to say it. <laughs> Look, I had, to think, of, I had to think of one on the whim, but I guess it's just that when somebody doesn't reciprocate, you know, what you like to do or what you like to eat. I can't come up with one, dude. Okay. That's on you. We're just going to have one this week. That's fine. And it was your grandparents. Just, you know. Yeah, I kind of feel shitty now. Yeah, you should. We you can't just, cut this, though. Nope, we can't. It's going to be in there. You just called your grandparents soft. <laughs> nah. Um, no. Well, it's a Monday, dude. This is coming out Thursday, so there could be a lot of shit that happens between now and Thursday. But yeah, if we need to, 
if we need to throw a couple more things in there, we can. Sure. Say we can't. Um, but no, we uh, Monday. Just remember, this is going to come out on Thursday. So when you're listening to this on the way to work, or whatever, tag the boys at Don't Be Soft. Um, Don't Be Soft Pod. Yeah, and uh, go like, subscribe, share it, please. And just have a just have a weekend. Friday beers. Go have a good vibe. Thursday. Just remember when you're listening to this Thursday, you got one day left. Don't just have a weekend. Have an American weekend. Yeah. Steal it from old Ron Burgundy. The wise words. We appreciate you guys and uh look forward to you guys hear it.